Hi guys, welcome to my podcast, Wellbeing with Kate. I'm super excited today to talk about 15 life lessons I have learned by the age of 25. So I'm turning 25 next month and yeah, this year has been a roller coaster. So I am super excited to just share a little bit of wisdom um, stuff that I've learned throughout the years and that I think is super important and that I live by every day. So without further ado, let's dive into the 15 life lessons. The first lesson that I learned this year, probably one which hurt the most, is that people can leave your life and they don't owe you an explanation. And it hurts when they do this, especially if you have an emotional attachment to them, if you have a friendship that you've built over the years or, you know. And the thing is, yes, it hurts, but don't try to chase that person or force that person back into your life. It's their decision. If they want to go away, then you kind of have to just let them leave and be okay with it. And sometimes it's hard because you feel like you haven't had any closure or you don't understand why that person is leaving, but sometimes you don't get it. Sometimes that person doesn't want to explain why they're leaving. That is something that I learned this year is that you can't ask people for an explanation and sometimes they just leave. Even though it's hard to accept at times, um, it's much better for your own well-being to just let it go and move on and get on with your life and don't overthink things, don't take things too personally. Lesson number two, life is full of twists and turns. You may have heard that life is full of ups and downs, which of course it is, but this is slightly different. What I mean by this is that What I mean by twists and turns is that unexpected things happen in life and they can be amazing things, things that are not so good. Um, For example, this year I was asked to to be in a movie, in a Maldivian movie, which was a huge, like, unexpected thing, but it was an amazing experience. And then more recently we found out that we were pregnant. So, you know, these things happen in life. You don't expect them to happen. You can't predict it. It just happens out of the blue. And you have to, if it's something really huge, like something life-changing, they can happen in all areas of life, family, career, love. Try not to freak out. Um, Stay calm, think about it, but don't overthink. And um, I think try to see the beauty and the blessings in every event that happens in your life. Um, So there's always a hidden blessing behind everything that happens. You have to trust God, trust the universe, trust that everything is happening in your favour, even though it might not feel like it sometimes. So that is a huge lesson that I learned this year is to go with the twists and turns, trust the universe, trust God, and go with it. This leads me on to my third point. So staying calm is an extremely powerful tool. 
I consider myself a relatively calm person. I don't tend to freak out or over-exaggerate or overreact, but I know a lot of people do. And when you're feeling anxious and stressed, it's hard not to. Um, but that's why staying calm is a very powerful tool because if something triggers you, just take a few moments, take a few deep breaths <laughs> and relax. And then just try to think logically and don't, try not to say things when you're in that angry or anxious feeling because sometimes you say things that you will later on regret, things that you don't mean, um, especially if you're having an argument with your partner or with a friend or, you know, this probably applies more to relationships. Um, but honestly, staying calm is really a powerful tool. You will feel much better when you're able to leverage your emotions and stay calm in situations which are highly stressful. The fourth point I want to talk about is that quiet time alone is sacred and it's very important. I think the reason why I love spending time alone, quiet time alone, is because I'm able to rethink, reassess, reevaluate my life and think about goals I want to accomplish. I'm able to visualize, I'm able to think about the my life on the grand scheme of things, the, the things that I want, the things that bring me joy, the, the new things that I want to try out, things that I want to learn. And I think that all comes when you're alone and you're having that therapeutic time alone when you're able to think about your life. Because in our daily lives, there are so many things happening, things are chaotic, you're at work, you're commuting, you're with your partner, you're with your children, I don't know, you, things, you don't often get quiet time alone. So when you do, it is sacred and you need to make the most of it. And I think it's important that we all make time for quiet time alone so that we can rethink our lives and think about where we want to go, think about how much we've achieved so far and what we want to accomplish. Point number five is about money. So this past year, I've read quite a few books about money, self-help books about money, how to bring more money into your life, how to, yeah, how to be financially stable, be financially free. And the common thing in these books is that uh, money is energy. So what do I mean by money is energy? I mean that when you think of money, um, you have to see it as this abundant, amazing tool that's gonna help you get the life that you want, the, ha the life that you desire. But the thing is, we all have negative beliefs about money and those beliefs have been with us forever. In our childhood, it's what our parents told us about money, and it's just these subconscious beliefs that we've had throughout our lives that have determined where we are today with money and our current views on money. So 
What these books underline is that we have to clear our money blocks, we have to get rid of the, all the negative thoughts we have about money because if we think that there isn't enough money for everyone, money is hard to earn, money doesn't grow on trees, um, money is evil. If we think these things, then it's gonna be really difficult to attract more money into our lives and understanding why you have these beliefs, understanding why you feel this way about money is very important because maybe it's one of your parents that made you feel like you didn't have enough money or, you know, there will be many, many, many reasons why you have negative beliefs, but it's about clearing them and starting afresh I mean, you're never gonna completely clear your beliefs about money because when you start thinking about it, you realize, oh my gosh, I have so many money blocks and so many stories about money that keep coming up and you'll remember them in different stages of your life. But when you do clear, then you're allowing more, um, you're allowing your positive beliefs about money to come in. When you think positively about money, you're more likely to think of opportunities, ideas, uh, ways to make money, and it just comes, it literally just comes into your head. And you suddenly get ideas, you suddenly start thinking, okay, I can do this, I can do that. And then you start making money. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. That's what I've learned. So anyway, this is like a whole topic that I could speak for a long time about. But basically the key learning here is that money is energy. So think good thoughts about money and more money will come. And be grateful for money. That's also so important. So be grateful for everything that you have. Be grateful for the amount of money you have in your bank account right now. Even if it's $1, be grateful for it. Okay, be grateful for the things that you have and that's the only way you can attract more into your life. Okay, well this goes on to point six, which is practice gratitude every single day. Every day now, for the past year, I would say I have practiced gratitude every single morning. There may have been days where I haven't done it, but I do it the day after. Um, pretty much every day I think about what I'm grateful for and the reason why I do this is because putting yourself in a state of gratitude, it changes your energy, you know, you feel happier. Because you're feeling gratitude, you feel happier and you go about your day in a better state of mind um, and you carry good energy. What I do is I write down six things that I'm grateful for, three things that I currently have in my life. So I'm grateful for my health, I'm grateful for my money, I'm grateful for my beautiful bedroom. I'm grateful for these three things that I currently have, for example. Um, and then I write three things that I want, but I write it in the present tense. So I'm so grateful for five clients this month, something like that. Think about things that you really want and write them in the present tense because that sends the message to your subconscious mind that you have already received them. 
<laughs> which makes them come um, even faster. Uh, it depends whether you believe in manifestation and all of this, but I am a strong believer of it because I have manifest. I have personally manifested many things into my life through gratitude. I think it's just one of the most important things ever is to just be grateful every single day. Point seven is about joy. So make joy a priority in your life. So this sounds easier um, said than done, right? But it's even in the small things, you know, like when you wake up in the morning, sometimes you don't feel great, but think about things that you're grateful for, firstly. Then, as you go about your day, and you have your cup of tea, feel the joy in the cup of tea. Tea brings me so much joy. Um, coffee, small things like walking outside, being in nature, all these things can bring you joy. And even though they seem boring or mundane or, you know, you're so used to having them every single day, that's the issue because we take things for granted, right? So find joy in the everyday. Find joy in the everyday. It's, it's, it's actually not that hard, you know? Spending time with family, having a comfortable bed to sleep in, having somewhere, you know, having a laptop to do some work, having your phone. You know, most people dream about having these things and you have them. So when you're cultivating joy every single day, you're putting yourself in a higher frequency, you have high energy, and you're aligned, you're aligned with your goals, and you're spreading good energy out into the world, which will only come back to you. So make sure you find joy in every day. Point number eight is to sleep well. If you know me personally, you will know that I love to sleep. I love going to bed early. Um, I'm in bed at 10 and I love waking up early. Also, I love waking up at six. So by giving yourself enough time to rest, which is for an adult, you need between seven to eight hours um, in order to feel well rested. Um, it's just, it's a life-changing thing because when you give yourself enough rest, when you give your body enough rest, you wake up feeling great, well-rested, rejuvenated, you're ready to take on the day. Um, and it's just a really important thing. It has so many health benefits when you prioritize sleep. Um, and it's just a life-changing thing. Go to bed early, guys. <laughs> Point number nine is about having some sort of morning routine. So when you wake up in the morning, after your eight hour sleep, um, it's not good to check your phone first thing and to start scrolling for an hour on Instagram and TikTok. Oh my God, I am guilty of this, okay? And I know it's hard, like, not to do it because we're like programmed to just check our phones instantly and to check what's going on but if you can break this cycle if you can give yourself like an hour without your phone in the morning that would be amazing think of all the things you can do morning routine so 
you wake up in the morning, you say thank you for this amazing day, for a new day, thank you for this new day, and you think about, you do your six things that you're grateful for, okay? Then you drink some water, you stretch, you make your bed, you make your space clean. All of those things are going to translate into having a much better day. Because if you do the opposite, if you're on your phone for an hour and you're already like consuming all of the stress and anxiety, you're thinking, oh my God, I have to do this today, I have to do that. I have this meeting. Um, this friend is being annoying. I don't know. Like if you're already thinking that, as soon as you wake up, then it just it creates such a a brutal awakening, and then you're not likely to have this good energy throughout the day. I mean, and it can be switched. You can transform it. You can then change into a, a different mindset. But still, the message here is to have some sort of morning routine. Um, to get yourself into a higher vibe, higher energy, um, so that throughout the day this is reflected and you have a great day. So point number 10, uh, keep your environment clean. This means that, I mean, I personally feel like I have so much more clarity. I feel more organized. I feel ready to take on the day if my environment is clean and tidy. So for me, mess equals stress. So the whole point is to not have stress in our lives because stress is so bad. So if your room is messy, if your workspace is messy, then it's gonna be a stressful environment to be in. So make sure your space is clean and tidy and this will affect you very positively. Point 11, so <clears throat> kill any negative thoughts that come to mind. So every day we receive thousands and thousands and thousands of thoughts that just continuously come into our minds and we can't really control them. They just come in and out and it just that's just the way it is. Thoughts, we can't really control thoughts. But you can recognize a negative thought by the emotional response tied to it. So if you're feeling sad, stressed, anxious, fearful, that's because of a thought that you're having. You're flying next week and you're a nervous flyer and you suddenly feel really anxious and fearful about this flight. Just stop that thought right there, okay? Just stop it. Um, think about something different think about something funny that happened, think about something you're grateful for, think about something exciting that's coming up. Just try to change that thought pattern because it's just not good to stay in that frequency of bad emotions, bad feelings and bad thoughts. And I think it's great that we can recognize when we're having a negative thought because we know it through the emotions, the feelings. So it means that we can get rid of that negative emotion by changing our mind, by interrupting it and thinking of something different. And I think it's actually pretty cool because I do this all the time. Whenever I start to feel negative, I just change it and I think, oh, you know, relating to the flight anxiety, it's like, oh, 
don't be silly like flying is the safest transport method I don't know like just try to um not let negative thoughts get to you too much and so point number 12 is tell yourself that you're beautiful <laughs> every single day so when you wake up in the morning and you're going about your day and you see your reflection in the mirror just stop and tell yourself my god you're stunning you're beautiful and honestly it may sound super cringy to say it like this but like it makes a difference you feel more confident your self-esteem will grow and you realize actually yeah I am beautiful um, and that's also how others will see you also because when you believe that you're beautiful then others will see you like that you know you project what you believe about yourself so believe that you're this amazing beautiful confident woman or man if you're watching <laughs> if you're a man watching this and um that's what you will project to the world and that's how others will see you point number 13 there are haters don't let the hate get to you that's something that i've also had to learn this year um not everyone will love you not everyone will support you not everyone will understand you. Not everyone will try to understand you. It's just, that's their problem, you know? There's honestly nothing you can do about it. You cannot make everyone on the planet like you. You can't, it's not possible, and it would be exhausting even trying. So, um, if you're dealing with this, then I would suggest to accept it, let it go, People can be mean, right? People can be mean. But that is a reflection of them, not of you. Don't let it get to you because people projecting their opinions, their horrible opinions or their insecurities is just a reflection of their own insecurities on themselves. So honestly, it's just not even worth giving it any more thought. I know that it's easier said than done because sometimes it's hard to ignore the mean comments but you know the best thing to do is to just block and move on <laughs> point number 14 is stop waiting for things to happen okay when you put yourself in this mode of waiting like why hasn't this happened yet why haven't i received this email why haven't i made this money why am I not where I want to be you're in the worst state of mind if you're putting yourself like in this impatient waiting stage things come when the timing is right and you have to trust that you have to trust in the universe in God you have to trust that things will come when the time is right if you keep thinking that you don't have it why don't you have it then it's gonna just go further and further away so the best thing to do is just to accept and move on you've prayed for something you've man you've asked for something and you're waiting for it to manifest but now you have to just move on and let it go and actually there's a phrase 
a saying that says, the moment you don't want something, it comes. So that's what it, that's what I mean. You have to let go of this wanting stage and just be okay with actually not having the thing that you want and that's when it will come. <laughs> then my last point, <laughs> point number 15. If you've made it this far, thank you so much for listening. My last point is to try new things. We have so much to experience in this world. Um, There's so much to do. There are so many new things to learn, so many books to read, so many skills to learn. Like, there's just so much to do. So if ever you're feeling like uninspired or bored or you don't know what to do, Download Duolingo, start learning a new language, you know, start reading a new book, start doing something new, try knitting, I don't know, like super random, but just try new things that you haven't tried before, try a new sport, Um, and honestly you will feel better because you're trying something new, and that is also a form of self-care, to try new things, and you might really love it, so yeah, um... That is all. Those are my 15 life lessons that I have learned before I turn 25. So I'm turning 25 next month and so much is happening in my life, but I am eternally grateful for the life that I've been given, for this life, for the life that I'm creating and and yeah i am so grateful and it means the world to me that you're here and i can't wait to share more of my life more tips on self-care and self-help and everything so thank you so much for listening to this podcast and stay tuned for upcoming ones thank you